Welcome to the Fair System Corner here on CCA Radio. My name is Mark Shepherd, and today we'll be discussing Child Maintenance Services and Cornerstone Community Alliance's Total Reform Campaign. On today's show, I will be joined by long-running campaigner Jamie Evans. Welcome, Jamie. Hi, Mark. Thank you for having me. No problem, matey. Um, so basically today what we want to do is discuss um, about the Fair System uh, Campaign and the total reform campaign. But before we get into all of that, the the most important thing is to let people know about yourself and why you started the Fair System uh, campaign um, and and where you're looking to take it. So if you just basically tell people about yourself and and how you got involved with the Fair System campaign. Yeah, no problem. Um, So uh, just under two years ago in the May, um, I had a very... um, nasty phone call with the CMS um, I believe it was a lady from the Minch and Hampton department um, she basically rang me up and asked me that I needed to make a payment of £4,000 for arrears um, so I started questioning where these arrears had come from because I was paying what they told me to pay on the schedule um, the phone call got very heated and with a bit of an argument and it got left with me being sworn at down the phone by this particular person and also calling me a crap dad. Um, after the phone call, obviously, was um, quite sort of worked up, uh, angry, upset with it all, wondering what the hell was, you know, what, what was going on, basically. Um, I was at work at the time as well, which which wasn't great for me. Um, so I finished work, uh, started Googling child maintenance service issues, child support agency issues, and everything started coming into place, started finding different support groups out there, um, getting advice off people as well. Um, lots of, you know, lots of advice, um, which is brilliant. Um, which is, you know, it's helped me with my own case, um, which is still obviously going to this day, unfortunately, but I think it's, you know, it's not a, it's a very slow working system because they don't do anything by the book. Um, now, Regarding, you know, there's group after group out there, but there is no group out there which is actually campaigning for change in the child maintenance service. It's like everyone, you know, I'll never moan about the groups or anything there because they do excellent work and and the admins are brilliant because they know the stuff and they'll help everybody left, right and centre. But in my own personal experience with them and what I am reading on a day-to-day basis and what people are telling me is, is that the system's just not working for uh, parents with care or non-resident parents it, it, it's just a questionable system so I thought uh, you know in my own wisdom really is that the system needs to change and started a campaign group really for the fair system okay so so what is your your aim of of the fair system campaign what is what is your plans with that 
the number one priority at the moment is uh, making the child maintenance service being held accountable for what they are actually doing. Uh, we're, we're seeing it across the groups now where, where some people are actually saying they're a lot worse than the child support agency, which is, you know, shutting down as we speak um, due to the uh, malpractices. Um, if, if the child maintenance service is worse than the child support agency, then something needs to happen. And that's only, it's only been going for just under four years now. Um, it, it, we, we need to highlight, we need, we need, you know, MPs to listen to us. We need people on board. We need petitions and protests until they start looking at the issues from deep in, with deep in, should I say. So in terms of, of, of the issues that you've mentioned, what, what is the, the main issues that people seem to be facing on the groups um, and, and, and have actually discussed with you? Yeah, we're getting... Um, there's a lot of people that are coming through. Um, the, group, the groups are growing and growing and growing. A lot of it's down to arrears, uh, fake arrears. Uh, for some strange reason, they are trying to um, gain as much money as possible, which, and a lot of people obviously know that they're not real, uh, fictitious arrears. So um, that's one of the main issues. What we're also finding across the groups as well is that, um, you know, they're not actually paying the parents with care any money. So not only are they taking the money, adding 20% fees to the NRP, and then 4% fees to the PwC, but then they're not actually paying out the correct money or not paying the money out for a couple of months or, or you know, months on end or they're withholding money for them. Now, surely if um, an NRP is paying, then as soon as it's in the system, it should be sorted and paid to the PwC after them fees are took off. So we're finding that a lot as well. And then obviously people are... Um, you know, they're facing collecting pay constantly where so the child maintenance service are making charges or they're getting wage slips and they put a deductions of earnings orders on them for no reason and no explanation. And a lot of it's down to false arrears and false charging on the accounts. Um, so it's in my eyes, it's a money making machine, which it shouldn't be a money making machine. It's all about the children at the end of the day. And they're the ones that suffer. It doesn't matter if you've got one family, two family, three family. Um, them children are the ones that are suffering because these, you know, um, are not doing the jobs properly. So, so th th this is quite astonishing. So, with regards to the child support agency, so they they they're non-existent now. So, so it's gone from child support agency to the child maintenance services. Um, what wh what's the difference? <sighs> Um, not a lot, to be honest with you, by the looks of it. Um, there's obviously different policies and procedures in place. Uh, to be honest with you, I am still going through them and ratting, uh, you know, banging my head against a brick wall sometimes with it all. Um, it's a lot to take in, so I am still learning as I go along. But um, the Child Support Agency was actually shut down by the National Audit Office for, um, you know, uh, fake accounting, basically. Um but the child maintenance service is obviously going the same way. Now, we know, I know myself, um, being told this, that the Plymouth office has got 90, is it 90,000 or 900,000 cases from the child support agency uh, regarding regarding um, these arrears, alleged arrears that are owed. So there's still, child support agency is still sort of around in one way. Um, they just haven't transferred it all to the child maintenance service. But then the child maintenance service is still, you know, technically the child support agency because they're using the same offices, 
the systems might have been updated a little bit, but to the same, you know, systems. And a lot of staff used to work for the child support agency, which is, you know, it's an absolute joke. I, I don't understand how they can have jobs still when, when that company is shut down. Well, th- this is my issue. This is what I was going to discuss with you, because as far as I'm concerned, if, if a, a business or an agency has been closed uh, due to malpractice in some form, allegedly, yeah. um, how, how can they possibly still be working in the background, um, passing on um, old cases from the child support agency, which a lot of them have actually been closed down, um, and then passing them on to the child maintenance services. Because for me, it doesn't sound like a service. It, it feels almost like a, a, a debt collection agency. That, that's what it is at the end of the day. It's just a, a government-backed um, debt company, isn't it? They've got... I, I, it's hard to explain how they operate, but it, it's not... It's not within any sort of human rights or anything like that, is it? The Magna Carta's broke constantly with um, human rights. You know, we're finding maladministration left, right and centre. Um, you know, fraud also. So how they're getting away with it is, is beyond me and that's all. And it still stems from the child support agency as well, which we're doing the exact same things. So, so see, this, this, this doesn't sound right to me because obviously people must have complained... Um, to MPs, um, newspapers, um, other sort of social media outlets, and and what, has anything come of it? Has any newspapers or anyone picked up on this? Um, just total media blackout with it all. You know, you know, you've known me for just under a year yourself, Mark. You know, I've been trying every every avenue possible to try and make some noise. Uh, I've emailed, I've spoke to journalists, I've emailed, you know, papers, local papers, national papers, not, not, you know, no one wants to know. It all revolves around um, deadbeat dads. And as far as uh, the child maintenance service and the media are concerned, they're all deadbeats, even though we are paying our way, which is so, disgusting. So, but this is the thing. So if we're all paying our way and we're all doing our bit, why is it they act more like an debt collection agency as opposed to a service because surely a service it's just like the police isn't it so the police provide a service because remember the police used to be called um a police force but then people thought it it sounded too aggressive it didn't fit the purpose of serving the community so they changed it to a police service so if it's a child maintenance service surely it should be working on both sides and for the best interest of the child to make sure that the child gets the money that they deserve. Yeah, they're not interested, though, um, in that child. I think all they're interested in is um, making money at the end of the day. Uh, but, you know, it, but, but the other it, thing is, I'm, I'm also confused by this money-making thing, because obviously if they're, if they're, if they're government-funded, why are they making money? You know how? Why are they taking fees for a service that is apparently government funded? It makes no sense. Yeah. Why, why are they? In 2017, um, in January, there was an article 
Um, I think it was in the Independent or the RA. I can't remember which one, sorry. Um, and the government are actually put in two hundred, actually put two hundred and thirty million pound into the child maintenance service previous year, and the child maintenance service made one million pound a month on fees. So the government are losing two hundred eighty mil, two hundred eighteen million in twenty sixteen. Um, so you, we know what the government's like. Are they trying to recuperate all this money back from them? Is that why so many people are being charged fees and they're not doing the jobs? You know, they're meant to. The remit is to put everyone on family-based arrangements and then go from there. But they seem to be putting everyone on collecting pay where they can get the fees or deductions of earnings orders where they can get the fees. So is it higher up than what we're not aware that the government is telling them? Right, uh, so that's, you know, that's we, interesting because, as I said, for me, I would have never thought that a government agency that is being funded by the government would be looking to make any kind of profit from um, people's children, basically, because that's what it is, isn't it? You're paying yep. um, a service to provide a service to both the uh, parents with care and the non-resident parent um, due to a lot of it is probably due to conflict. Um, so a lot of the reason why child maintenance services would get involved would be because of conflict. Um, but at the same time, and I, and, I, and I hate to throw things in there like this, but it's the truth. Uh, it seems like a lot of it is based around parental alienation um, and, and why people are sort of doing parental alienation seems to be more of a, a, a profit thing of, of making money as opposed to the, the, the service working in the best interest of the child. Um do you find that a lot of the parents have access to their children that they pay for? I've, I'm noticing a, a, a turn in the tides of that as well, where a lot of parents are coming through, uh, non-resident parents are coming through now saying that contact has been cut and the child maintenance has gone up. Um, you know, it, it's absolutely disgusting that another parent wants to make more money and not let the other parent see that child So or children. So in my eyes something needs to change with it all anyway um you know the way i see it you shouldn't be a parent if you're an alcoholic a druggie um a paedophile or there's domestic violence issues the rest of it you should be entitled to time with your children no matter what and to make money off children is is just it's just vile do, do you find but, did, are a lot of parents stating that that they're paying but it's sort of being held somewhere. It's not actually being immediately paid out to the parent with care. Is that what we're also finding in the groups? I'm, I've, I've found that quite a lot with some parents with care, to be honest with you. Obviously, uh, a lot of people do speak to me now and, and, and come through to me. There was one lovely lady in Scotland. Um, she just... Um, it, it was hard to explain, to be honest with you. I, she, she basically rang them up there and they took the deductions of earnings order on the 19th of the month like they do every month. They didn't pay it out, so she questioned why and they said it was just being held, I'm really sorry, blah, 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 blah usual. Let's get you after the phone tac tac uh, tactics like universal credit use, also part of the DWP. You know, um, then it was, you know, it was a revolving door of... The money's the money's here. We we can't release it. The money's here. We can't release it. The money's here. We can't release it. And it was going on for three months. 
so in the end um she come to me on that third month sorry and i spoke to her and she was crying on the phone and she had to sell a tv she's had to sell some furniture and stuff like that because she was just on the breadline and she couldn't afford to feed her children so that's, that's outrageous it's outrageous yeah I said to her, you know, you'd be the bigger person, get in contact with your ex. She, all of a sudden, she got a payment. She, she went down the complaints route. I give her Tom McCormack's email complaints, told her to get in contact with her MP, the usual line that we're telling everyone to go through. All of a sudden, she got a payment through. Now, her ex-partner had paid 450 for three months in a row. So you're looking at Oh, sorry, I'm just making some figures up. Sorry, Mark. One thousand, you know, one thousand three hundred and fifty pounds. So you take away the fees from that, she should have got a nice chunk. So I'm not very good at math. Sorry, but what she would have been entitled to that twenty, you know, the fees would have been took off the four percent fees, and she would have got that money. Well, didn't it? They were they withheld about two hundred and fifty pound off of that money. It was but they couldn't wow. find that money in the system. So there's another £250. Anyway, she spoke to her ex. Um, she rang up the child maintenance service to say that she wanted to close the case. He actually showed her where they'd been taking the money out of deductions of earners because, the first of all, she thought it was him not paying, which, you know, I can imagine some people are like that and, and stuff. So he actually proved it with wage slips that he was paying this money. The child maintenance service were withheld in that money from her. Um, she went to close the case down. They said she couldn't close it down because he was still on another three months of his deductions of earnings. She's well within her right to close that case and deduction, deductions of earnings to be shut straight away. Um, they actually took another 450 out of his wages, then closed the case. And they were sitting on that money up until Christmas. And in the end... She's got all the money back and they've given £50 to say sorry, but no explanation why. Wow. Where's that, that, that money outrageous. going? That's Where's outrageous. the money? What? How can you possibly take that amount of money and, and money seems to be miscalculated um, within an organisation that purely has to rely on figures in order to get the appropriate deductions from whatever parent it may be um you know i i can't understand why they would want to hold that money for such a long time and it also creates conflict doesn't it because most of these parents are already in conflict so basically the child maintenance service is currently adding to that conflict that anxiety um the stress um for what reason? Why are they holding that money when they know that these parents are already in a conflicted situation, but yet they're holding the money to cause more conflict? It's like the letters, Mark. We're, you know, we're well aware of the letters that, that, that clearly state, do not talk to the other party. Who are they to tell you not to talk? What happens if your child's seriously ill and you're, exactly. sitting in hosp- and you're sitting in a hospital waiting room with your ex-partner? You're not nine point nine people out of ten would end up talking about some kind of child maintenance. If if my ex partner wasn't getting that money and we were in that in that hospital room, and that money the money would get talked about. And I'm, I, I know because if you're waiting and waiting and waiting for your children, stuff's going to come up. 
they, they've got no right in whatsoever to tell anybody not to speak to anybody unless, like I said, there was issues with alcohol, drugs, domestic violence or, or paedophilia. And the rest see, of it should be straight down the line. See, but this is the issue. For me, you would, as, as an organisation, um, you would try and encourage the contact. Because if you encourage the contact um, between the two parents, then obviously it could resolve a lot of further ongoing issues. Not only with regards to them not seeing the child or whatever, but if there is actually some kind of communication... Um, it it could potentially make the child maintenance services job a lot easier. So in 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 that sense, what would you say, Jamie, that you feel that needs to happen with the child maintenance services? What do you feel is the right path now to take with them to to improve the service? They are, they need to get independent people to go in there straight away. They need to highlight every single flaw. These ministers need to be braver. Um, you know, the balls need to be bigger, and they need to stand up for their. Um, for, for, yeah, yeah, basically. Sorry, mate, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, yeah, they basically need to stick up for them. Um, they need to go to Justin Tomlinson, Amber Rudd, and basically say, "This is what's happening. What are you going to do about it?" Uh, you know, we're still getting, it's a work in progress, it's a work in progress, but we found out last night they're still tr they're trying to bring in more laws and more policies, which is an absolute joke. Um, what they also need to do is they also need to get people in that in these offices looking at people, um, you know, and just, they need to speak to people, basically. They need to, you know, they need to speak to people and highlight every single flaw that they're doing but until any of these ministers have the balls to do so it won't change so it's, it's accountability we need basically so yeah, yeah. so 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 when it comes to accountability when when you receive letters or, or communication is there someone someone's name on that letter that you can you can hold accountable is there is is there a signature is there someone on there that you can go and complain to it, it looks like my 15-month-old son's got a pen and just scribbled on the line, and then it would just say complaints manager so there's or complaints no, resolution manager. Yes, so there's now, no physical name for someone that you could say, right, I've had this letter from such and such person. Um, um, I'm not happy with the way I've been treated. Um, you know, I want to complain about this person. But there is actually no communication for a government organisation that has no names on the letters no no correspondence names no no it's a squiggle and it will just tell you a department um you know it will say complaints manager complaints resolution manager or child maintenance service um i questioned this myself last year because i got a reply to another complaint and they basically said that it was tom mccormack's signature and i said what that squiggle and they went yeah it's the director's so I was, okay, thank you very much for that information. So I'll pass it on to my uh, MP again. Um, now, you know, I don't really want to say too much, but in my own personal case, I have had actually letters of replies from Tom McCormack, who's the director, Stuart Richards, who's an acting director. I've had Russ Dodman, who's a deputy senior review manager, Courtney Collins, who's a complaint review manager, Debbie McGonnell, is a complaint review manager and Helen Yor is a complaint resolution manager. Now I do believe that every single one of them had um, input into the child support agency as well. So why are they still in jobs when the child support agency was shut down? Wow. 
that's uh, that's outrageous. And they're all, you know, they're all managers or directors, so you know, senior managers. So, so if this was uh, any other organisation and it wasn't part of the the government, shall I say, what what would happen? Fine. This was a normal down. business. Fine, shut down. Directors in prison. Compensation. So, so, what, so what's compensation so different? Why is why is it so different with the child maintenance services then? There's an air of secrecy. It's like being, you know, it's like the Masons, isn't it? It's an air of secrecy. That's why no one will report on the absolute truth of it all because it's just a corrupt scandal. Um, you know, they've they've got stakeholders. What companies have stakeholders? Um, you know that. This is, they've got, you know, the Child Support Agency has stakeholders. I've actually put another Freedom of Information request in today for an updated version of stakeholders as well. So we know why they're making money to pay out to these people. But if you look at the stakeholders list previous to the Child Support Agency, citizens' as advice. You're meant to go to citizens' advice for anything that you need. So, um, we, so we're, we're seeing... So we're seeing a few things here. We're seeing a uh, lack of uh, accountability and transparency. Yeah. Um, and and we need to see more independent oversight. Yeah. Um, to to what they're doing because clearly, if can you imagine if the police was so secretive, you know, you you you, you reported a crime, and there was no police officer's name oh. to to the reports. Um, to anything, you, you would think you'd think. Well, why why are they hiding? You know, what 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 are they hiding? They're supposed to be providing the service. So I'd be like, um, secretive is is a little bit suspicious to me. Yeah, it'd be like World War Two all over again with the Gestapo, wouldn't it? Secret police. It doesn't make any sense because they said they, they, they the child maintenance services they're supposed to be doing what's in the best interest of the children, but they're they're causing um, poverty, homelessness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, suicide rates are going up, but, but yeah. they, they don't seem to record any of this information, uh, if, if I'm correct. Is that true? Do they record any of this information? Um, it has been asked, and I can't find it anywhere. I'm still looking. Um, I'm still researching, but I can't find anything to actually... To say that if they record the fact that what, what their policies are, are actually producing is, is poverty. And I, know, and, I, and I know we had um, the, the UN over in November who, who also done a report on, on poverty in the UK. Um, yeah. and, and I'm sure people have uh, spoken to the UN and, and the people that were, were leading it with regards to uh, universal credit, child maintenance services and their general business practices. Because as far as I'm concerned, there, there seems to be a lot of powers being given to these, these agencies and, and organisations but no one's actually fixing the problems that they currently have. No, no, exactly. Um, like I say, the ministers aren't brave enough to actually stand up and say, actually, yeah, let's let's do this, let's do that. Surely they're being inundated with emails constantly from people complaining, um, and they're not doing anything about it. Now, there's all this... Brexit that's going on at the minute and we know Parliament's busy but at the end of the day we still pay their wages so they should be working for us and, and again they should be you know listening to their constituents um, and giving yeah. them help and advice uh, that they need to 
to to live a, a peaceful life. Um, and uh, yeah, good luck with the uh, fair system campaign. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Thank you for your time. I'll Bye-bye. speak to you soon, mate. Take care. Bye. I would like to thank my guest Jamie for joining us on Fair System Corner here on CCA Radio. Until the next time. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? CCA Radio. CCA Radio is part of Cornerstone Community Alliance.